shout out to Nathan Lorenzen's YouTube channel, Productivity Game. I saw this video where he summarized this book called Make It Stick. And Make It Stick is about how we learn. The basic premise is that that's one of the most, one of the most important skills we can have is learning how to learn. And so it talks about three scientifically proven methods of learning more effectively. And it's really interesting because they go right along with what Ellen White said more than 100 years ago about effective ways to study the Bible. So number one um, of these three effective ways to learn is self-quizzing, you know, asking yourself questions about what you have read or heard or done. Basically, reflecting is another way to say it. But self-quizzing, you know, you have to dig. We forget about 70% of all things. We're constantly in a state of forgetting. And so self-quizzing is intentionally digging into our knowledge banks. And, you know, what did I just hear? Some questions you could ask yourself, for instance, are what are some of the main points of what I, let's say, what I just read. And then you ask yourself, which of those main points was new to me? And then you ask yourself from that, how would this apply to my life? And so that's the kind of self-quiz that you can do. And it's interesting because one of the principles of Bible study that Ellen White gives in the book Steps to Christ is reflecting on what you've read, which in a sense is a sort of self-quiz, or you could say a self-quiz is a kind of reflecting, um, asking yourself, you know, what did I just read? What what are the main? What's the main point of what I just read? Um, how uh, how what was new about that? How does it apply to my life? Let me give you an example. Um, today I was reading the end of the book of Judges in the Bible, and when I finished it, you know. Like I usually do, I just finish it, I close the book. Sometimes I just go on about my business. But this time I said, wait a second, let me do a little self-quiz. So I asked myself, what is the main, what are the main points of what I just read? So it's it's a story that's found in the end of Judges where this guy, he goes to um, uh, this place where the tribe of Benjamin is living because he thinks it's safe. And people from from the area actually end up wanting to rape him and then they end up raping his concubine, and she dies. And it's a really grotesque story, you know. He ends up cutting her into 12 pieces and sending her parts of her body to the tribes in Israel. And so then later, um, there I mean, I won't tell you everything, but there's a lot of things that happen leading, leading up basically after the tribes see how grotesque, how terrible this is, that the tribe of Benjamin has basically become as immoral as Sodom and Gomorrah, um, before they were destroyed by God, everybody's up in arms and they want to do something about this. And so um, I'm asking myself, all right, I'm thinking about these main points. That's one of the main points. Um, I'm thinking about these different things. Another thing is that they actually, uh, the people of Israel went to God three times asking him how to go about attacking Benjamin because they wanted to attack them because of this thing had happened. And so I never thought about that. And and then the second question I asked was, what was new, you know? And so this was new to me. I hadn't thought about the fact that um, the the people of Israel went to God the first time and they said, which tribe should we send to fight against Benjamin? And God was like, Judah. And so they sent Judah and the Benjamites completely demolished Judah. And so then they went to God a second time. Now they're crying. They're like, 
asking God, what should we do? God is like, go against them again. So they go against God a second time and get their behinds whooped again. Then they go to God a third time and he's like, okay, I've given them into your hand. So I thought about that. Man, they went to God. God told them what to do. They did what God told them to do. To, and they still got defeated twice. So now the third question I ask myself, how does this apply to my life? Well, you know, when I feel like God has called me to do something and, and I don't see instantaneous success, that is not a sign that God is not in it or that God didn't want me to do that specific thing. God is more concerned with the relationship that's being developed that I keep coming back to him as opposed to just going off and try to do my own thing than, um, you know, my instantaneous success. As a matter of fact, failure may lead and often does lead to deepening that relationship with God. And so um, to put it in a nutshell, God is more concerned with my sanctification than my success. Isn't that an awesome takeaway from a Bible study, you know, as opposed to just reading and it's it's less like a study and more like just something that's coming in one ear and out the other or, you know, I'm looking at it and not thinking about it. Basically, the main principle in this thing about learning is that the more difficult it becomes, the more we challenge and stretch ourselves, the more likely it is that we're actually going to learn as opposed to different methods that we can do that kind of allow us to turn our brain off. Okay, so principle number two was spacing. Basically, the idea that you're going to get more, you're going to learn more, you're going to go further if you practice, let's say you're practicing piano, if you practice for uh, 10 minutes a day for five days a week, you're going to go further than if you practice for two hours a day, one day a week. You may have put in more time on that one day, but you're actually going to learn better if you space out the times when you practice. Well, Ellen White said to read the Bible always. Read it when we're waiting for the bus. Read it when we're walking. Try to commit a scripture to memory, you know, all throughout the day. Basically, she wasn't an advocate of just reading the Bible one day a week or two days a week. It was like every day, multiple times a day, you know, you're spacing it out, but you're going to get more if it's something that you're constantly doing. And so um, that was so interesting to me. And then the third thing is interweaving. The idea is that uh, another principle for learning is that you will actually learn more if you're, let's say you're trying to learn Spanish. You're going to learn more if you're constantly circulating between like five phrases you, at random, you know, just taking from these five phrases until you get them all. Then if you were to just focus on one phrase, repeating it over and over and over again ad nauseum um, until you finally get it. You're going to go further actually focusing on five or, you know... Um, shifting between five different phrases at a time. So I was like, wow, Ellen White said, one of the principles of Bible study is to compare scripture with scripture. Now, this could be seen as simply as reading different parts of the Bible um, at the same time, as opposed to just, you know, say reading from front to back of the Bible. Nothing wrong with reading from front to back um, I don't think there is, but as I was actually doing that, I thought, hey, instead of just doing this front to back thing, I'm going to read a little bit from different sections of the Bible, but consistently every day. And what happens when you do that, one of the reasons that this is an effective way to learn is that you'll begin to see commonalities between the different things. And so you're going to begin to understand underlying principles 
in the subject matter as opposed to just going super deep, super narrow. Now you're going wide and you're going deep. So I just thought, man, um, praise the Lord for the wisdom God has given Ellen White. By the way, if you don't know about this, I better get this podcast out like ASAP. And if you hear it before um, Thursday, November 15th at 4 p.m., <laughs> then you're going to still have an opportunity to support this Kickstarter called The Conflict Beautiful. It's the five books of Ellen White um, known as the Conflict of Ages series that basically is, in my opinion, the greatest commentary on the Bible ever. And um, it, it's just been redesigned. It's beautiful. There's a lot of thought that went into it. You can tell the intentionality, the love that went into this project reflects the love of the God that um, that is proclaimed in these books. And it's called The Conflict Beautiful. So if you go on kickstarter.com, search The Conflict Beautiful, check that out. Just had to throw that in there. I also wrote an article about it that you can see on um, the Haystack website. Haystack, what is their URL? Just in case, in case you want to check this out, let me see. Uh, is that is that really it? Okay, so the URL is thehaystack.tv. If you want to check that um, little blog out that I wrote for them about this project, got to interview Mark Cook, the head designer at Types and Symbols Design Studio. Really good conversation about the importance of um, quality intentional art and design and craftsmanship in um, the exterior of these different mediums through which we communicate the gospel. So anyway, um, those are just some you know ideas bouncing around in my mind about the importance, uh, different scientifically proven methods of learning, um, contrary to common thought that you can just learn a lot by repeating, 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 repeating over and over and over and over. Um, it's actually better if you space things out, if you interweave various concepts, if you um, self-quiz as opposed to just reading from off page because you can kind of turn your mind off when you do that. And the point is you want to keep yourself on your toes. All right. This has been another podcast. Uh, if you like it, um, please subscribe. Got more coming your way because I'll be thinking of the thoughts and I know some other people who do too. All right. God bless. Hope you have a good day. Peace.